<laughs> you can't beat the classics. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. All right, we got a premiere episode of You Can't Beat the Classics. So the premiere episodes work a little bit differently. Uh, we're going to cover new movies throughout the year. Uh, so in this case, this is the first one. This is the first one we're going to be doing for the year 2022. Uh, George is with me here as usual. What's up, George? What's going on? George is probably uh, likely streaming on his Twitch, probably. Yep. Yep. So I'll leave that right here. Bison Madness. So you can go to twitch.tv slash bison madness if you want to catch in on these on these episodes and if you want to see George stream. But yeah, he's with me here to talk about. So over the weekend, we saw a little movie come out. One that's been, uh, I feel like it's been an eternity of waiting for this one but you know a lot of a lot of delays with it and a pandemic kind of changed up its its course you know like a lot of movies but i I feel like this one was a lot longer um so the movie we're going to be talking about is the batman directed by matt reeves yeah are we doing a spoilery review Absolutely. So yeah, so I'll 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 do that warning here. Um so if you haven't seen the Batman and you don't want to hear spoilers for it, you don't want to listen to this until you've seen it. So that's that's the spoiler warning here. A spoiler warnings in the description too just in case you missed this clip. But that's it. We're going all in on the Batman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so this the Batman it's it was interesting leading up to its release because it had a lot of changes that went into it you know at first it started off as maybe a standalone for ben affleck's batman but then that ended up not working out you know there was a lot of creative differences and then ben Ben affleck was just like you know what it's not gonna do it so robert pattinson ended up being cast as batman and i remember the immediate reaction for most not not everybody but for most being Oh no, it's going to be Twilight and all this stuff. But, and then that first trailer dropped like a couple of years ago. And that, and immediately I was like, all right, we were wrong. (laughs) So yeah, just to add to that, I think Affleck was supposed to, part of Affleck signing on to do DC was that he was going to direct and star in his own solo movie. And the inception was that he was going to do the the BVS and Justice League movie, and then he was getting his own. And then they scrapped the entire DCEU, right? Yeah. So that set this movie back again. Like, the hype for this movie goes all the way back to, like, 2016. This is literally, yeah. like, a project that is almost 10 years in the making. So yeah. the fact that this is where we got to is insane. And then on top of that, yeah when everyone found out that Affleck wasn't going to be in it, I want to say it was 2000, like 2020, 2020. No, it had been, it might've like been like 2019. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was around the time pandemic started. We found out that Affleck was just not going to be the guy like, cause they brought in Reeves to direct. So then it was like, okay, 
So is Affleck going to star in it? Mm-hmm. This whole thing has been kind of a calamity that you would see on like Entourage, right? Like it, it's been just the weirdest lead up. And then they announced Pattinson as fucking uh, Batman. And I remember my knee jerk reaction was yes, I was into it. But I do remember in our group of friends, there was at least two or three people who were like, what the fuck is DC doing? Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm fucking so amped that this movie played out the way it did oh no for sure like yeah like that first trailer definitely changed people's minds like like total 180 on how robert pattinson would be um and yeah and and then you know uh, just you know a, a few other delays in between there i think pattinson even got sick during production he got covid yeah at one point he got sick um I remember that, but yeah, just a lot leading up to this movie. So finally the Batman came out. Um, and I got to say, after seeing it, uh, I loved everything about this movie. I thought, I thought the payoff was, I thought it was a really big payoff for it. And, uh, I, I know I told you a little bit on how I felt about it. But um, I'm curious as to what your thoughts were after it. So, obviously, the first thing you want to do is you want to compare it to Nolan, right? So, Mm. in doing that, comparing this to Nolan's Batman, it's like, let's just apples for apples, right? Batman Begins. They They used a lot of the same characters, they used so many of the same characters, which like made me so happy. Like they, they didn't scrap Nolan and be like, what Nolan did was stupid. We're going to do it better. They, they, mm-hmm. they took his idea and they expanded it and they just twisted it into a different direction. Right. They made Batman younger. They made, uh, they gave you Carmine Falcone, not the comic book version. Like Nolan did. Nolan kind of gave you the comic book version. They said, no, 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 we're going to give you a different guy, which mm-hmm. we need to talk about later. But then they they mentioned Maroney. They used Maroney, but they didn't like you didn't see Maroney, which was right. cool. But but then they they amped it up a notch <laughs> too with they gave you Colin Farrell as the penguin. <laughs> and they gave you Catwoman immediately. They gave you all the characters, but they didn't like it didn't feel like they rammed storylines down your throat, right? It felt like they, they gave you all these different characters, and I don't know how they pitched it. Colin Farrell was a supporting actor, which is unheard of, right? And he wasn't just a supporting actor. He, at, at times, he was borderline just a cameo. Like, he, he that literally is like... Again, I go back to Entourage. This movie reminds me of, like, a Vinny Chase film, because... I don't know if you watched the Entourage movie. I did over the weekend, and that's why it's so in my head. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Johnny Drama, you know, in his big break, only was in four scenes, and it felt like that's what Colin Farrell did. He took a huge backseat to Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. And, dude, he crushed it. He crushed yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. didn't just didn't just do well. He made you believe that he, like, it wasn't Colin Farrell. It's just a fucking weasel, right? I thought the the acting chops shown by the guy who plays Carmine Falcone 
Yeah, uh, so, John John Tudoro. John Tudoro. Yeah, was brilliant. Was brilliant. <laughs> and every yeah. time I saw him, I thought of, especially with the big twist at the end. I don't know if we're gonna go. You know, it's a three hour movie. I don't know if we're gonna go scene for scene here. So I'm gonna yeah. jump around a little bit. No, that's John, fine. John Tudoro made me believe. Like you know, when in Jaws. Quinn is describing what great whites are like and how like they have those big eyes and then the eyes roll back when they're ready to attack. Mm-hmm. It, it literally played out like that to me. And I was just like, man, this is beyond brilliant acting. And he, Pattinson was fine. I thought like he did a really good job acting, but his character arc the development and everything is so subtle that if you're not paying attention or you take a quick bathroom break, you miss all of it. Right. Mm. It's so it's not in your face glaring. Like Bale's was like where bill was arguing with being fighting justice and how to fight justice and yeah. all this stuff. But it was like in your face, like you couldn't miss it. His was battling with being Bruce Wayne, being the Batman, not being just a badass guy at night, being someone that people could look up to and, you know, following his footsteps and not just saving people, but saving people and making people want to save other people. You know, it was, um, he, the cast was just great. Zoe Kravitz was, I thought Zoe Kravitz was the worst part of the movie. Oh, that, wow. Okay. That being said, I thought she did a pretty good job. Her bar was set pretty high yeah. and I think she missed it, but I don't think she missed it by much. Mm. And, and it's kind of a backhanded compliment. Oh. But, like, to your point, though, on, like, all the characters being just, like, well done and just, like, feeling established, like, right out the gate, even though there's no origin story, really. So that's what I liked about this movie is that we – the fans don't need another origin story for Batman, really. We don't need that. We know know that he's, you know, the – the orphan, you know, the wealthy orphan and, you know, being brought up to, you know, be, have, choose that life of, you know, fighting crime and all that. So I, I liked that it started off with young Batman, um, like essentially like learning like how to be Batman and, you know, going through a lot of a lot of trial and error, <laughs> you know, in doing so. I didn't think the beginning, like, did, did you think they showed like, when you watch the trailers, did you think they showed too much in the trailers before you went into the movie? Cause I did. And then I went into the movie and realized I only saw the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no on that because like the stuff that happens, um, in Madison, not Madison square garden, Gotham square garden. I should say they don't show, they show like none of that. Right. Right. But I I mean like before, before you saw the movie is what I'm saying. Like before you saw the movie and you watched the trailers, I thought they showed too much. And then I get into the movie and I'm like, I didn't, I I didn't even know what movie I was walking into. I I saw everything in the trailers in the first five minutes. I thought, I thought the trailers were good because I I don't, I'm not going to play the trailer here. We usually, we usually watch the trailers but we are. But we did our live reaction to the trailer when we watched DC Fandom last yeah. year. Yeah. So if I'll, you're I'll watching it, this, go back and watch that because we I'll, spent six hours watching that stupid fucking DC <laughs> Fandom, and we deserve every yeah. goddamn view and like there's possible under the sun here. 
Definitely. I'll put a link in the description for that. So yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I didn't think the trailer. I remember after we saw that trailer, we were like, we don't even know how to piece this together because there's so much stuff. At the time, you know, now now we know, but that's why I think I don't I don't think they showed too much. Did you feel like it was more of a mystery movie than an action movie? Cause yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was I felt like it was really like a <laughs> Larry thought so too. <laughs> he also thought so. <laughs> oh my god, he broke my headphones. Uh-oh. I can't hear anything. Oh, wait. Oh, there we go. I got you. Okay, I got you. Okay. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, it felt like more of a mystery movie. Yeah, I, I, re- I really liked that. It felt like I really liked that. It felt like a who done it kind of. Well, it, it was a who done it, but in a weird way. Like you knew, you knew it was the Riddler, but you didn't know who the Riddler was. Yeah, was and I thought the riddles, the riddles really were like. I wouldn't say like if you, they weren't like overly complicated, right? Other than the cipher code, which that was crazy. Um, yeah, but like the, the answers were all pretty easy answers. If you think about it, like bats and, you know, justice, vengeance, all that stuff, they they weren't like abstract answers that you couldn't have dragged out. But the fact that like, you know, watching it live, hearing the riddle live and we're like, I don't know about you. I didn't get any of them right. (laughs) I didn't know. But but Batman calmly with a deep sigh of relief had already figured it out and he was on to the next clue. Like I thought Pattinson did such a good job being like, no, no, this is the answer. So if that's the answer, look over here, let's look here. Let's look here. It showed that he was like an actual detective. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he, for those of you watching Batman's run of comic books is called detective comics. Like he's, he's so, um, it was cool that they worked that in and it felt, a lot like I, I had a knives out type of feel where I knew who the villain was, but now it was just piecing getting there. I like that. I, I thought that was, and also to watching yeah. this, he made it an epic. Like the director didn't, it felt like a Scorsese film. Mm. It, it felt really, really well done. Yeah. Like, well, one thing I, I'll note on that, that's before we dive into like plots and, and plot and stuff like that. Um, the the score of this movie amazing um michael michael jacchino i think his name is he does the score like he does the music for a lot of matt reeves's movies that's what i had down with soundtrack soundtrack was phenomenal dude i was listening to it while i was working today (laughs) i just i just had it on but he is amazing like that theme that was constantly like playing for for batman i'm like I know this is brand new, but I'm like, this should be, this should like permanently be like the Batman's like theme song. Like that, yeah. like that, like beat. Is it weird? Like, I feel like everyone is on the Nirvana like train. Well, actually you mentioned that Matt Reeves said like, you like you hear Nirvana during the movie um, a couple of times, but like Matt Reeves also said that, this version of Bruce Wayne was inspired by Kurt Cobain. 
Oh. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's like, I've been hearing the word like to describe like this Bruce Wayne and Batman as like broody. Has been a word I've been using or like, like, and I guess if you're going to compare him to Kurt Cobain, like grungy. Mm. I've been, I've been hearing. So part of that, I guess, and this is a good segue, part of like the Batman character that I really feel Nolan nailed that I wasn't sure that they were going to nail because, you know, the last version swung and missed heavily, right? Mm. Was Alfred. Alfred was phenomenal. Andy Serkis dragged out the best part of all the Bruce Wayne scenes. And I went back and rewatched Batman Begins today because I thought that, like, you didn't get that part of Alfred. Like, you got kind of a piece of it in the first one. It was the third one where you got all of the Alfred, like, it's it's not about you, right? And it's not about you giving yourself... It's about me and my my journey, too. Like, I he cared. And you got a little bit of it in Batman Begins where he's like, it's not your name, it's your father's name. Like, hmm. and Matt Reeves, like, covered everything. He, he tore down Thomas Wayne just to have Alfred, you know, redeem thomas wayne and martha arkham martha arkham Mm -hmm. which was crazy yeah i thought it was like it it was an angle that took us three movies to get all of alfred out and we we we're it feels like we're picking the ball up right where we left off with alfred and i fucking love it man i think the the best batman scene to date is when he he's crying saying i failed you and then literally he sees him at the the restaurant i think that's one of the best batman scenes ever mm. like cinematically and they they captured it all like picked right back up now you actually cared about alfred versus like the 90s versions where alfred was just the old guy who's there like <laughs> yeah, make the, me make me soup alfred the more soup guy <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i don't know yeah, Andy Andy Circus, he wasn't even in the movie a lot either. Like he had just as little screen time as probably Colin Farrell did. Um and like there was that point too where like I I thought Alfred was dead. And and I was yeah. and I was like and I was like thank god he's not, but I there was that part of me where I was like, "Oh shit, I'm like did they kill off Alfred?" Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was like kind of torn i was like there's no way you killed off alfred in the first movie there's yeah. no fucking way but like oh my god that would it for a second there you know kind of had that that vibe right yeah i was i was worried at first but um uh, yeah i mean he he was he did an excellent job as as like most of the the cast did i'm surprised to hear you say that about um Zoe Kravitz playing. I uh, thought she was terrible. Selena. I like, thought not she terrible, was really, but like, mm. I thought she was really good. I the thought rom- she was. The romance was too quick. The romance was way too quick. She kind. She would kind of force. She kind of forced that. I. So. Yeah. A lot of what makes Catwoman amazing is she's gray. She's not black. She's not white. She's super fucking gray. Hmm. 
Um, Anne Hathaway kind of encaptured that, but she missed the mark a little bit too. Yeah. The best version is Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle right. Pfeiffer yeah. is just super great, killing everyone, um, but then also doing it for a good cause. She's kind of like the Punisher in a way. Um, well, and I do, think, you think, do you think this is, this is also Catwoman kind of starting off like kind of like Batman is? Because like uh, because the reason Catwoman acts in this movie is because she's trying to find her her I don't think it's her friend. I think it's her. It's got to be her like girlfriend. I think she calls her her girlfriend a few times. Yeah. yeah. So I. Again, I I mean, it is what it is. She she didn't blow the movie or anything. I felt the romance part was like your your girlfriend just got roasted and you're kissing this guy. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I think it was a lot of forced stuff. I think the acting was fine. She mm-hmm. she clearly can act, but I don't think her her arc was very good. And I honestly think that if any there were any real negative connotations, it all revolved around the Catwoman storyline. It was all Catwoman, like Catwoman was her in, his in to Carmine Falcone, but it still was oddly convenient that not only was he the into the nightclub, but he was also her stepdaughter or illegitimate daughter or whatever. And he didn't know, even though Falcone may have been an arm's length type of acquaintance to the Waynes, but he was definitely an acquaintance. So I don't know that whole, that whole scene felt or like arc kind of felt forced. It didn't feel Mm. natural. Where in the rest of the movie it all felt natural, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I I thought the movie flowed really well. Like, yeah, it's it's almost. I mean, it's three hours, but I I feel like the three hours was necessary. Like, if you tried to crunch all this down, like even like even like a half hour, like you'd that'd be cluttered. I would think. See it. Like, I'll debate that. I think you could have cut. There were a lot of scenes that were dragged out. Like, I didn't think you needed to see a lot of like him. There there were just scenes where he would walk for like a minute. And it was just like, why do I need to see all of this? Or like the Court of Owls fight scene in the beginning was kind of cool. But like, you didn't need to see the whole lead up on the train. You just needed to see that they were following the guy. You know, there were ways to cut time. doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's fine that they didn't. Um, but the, it did, there were lags where it did feel really long. Um, and like there was so much talking at, in the middle, which was, you needed it, but like, you could have found a different way to do it and maybe keep people engaged. Cause like, you needed some more action, a little more action just to kind of break up the talking. This is something I think just, I think Matt Reeves, this is definitely something that he really likes to do. Um, you know, uh, he did, he did a couple of the, the new planet of the apes, uh, mm-hmm. movies. And it, it kind of like the way it was a lot of the music, the way, the way these movies were shot, you know, it reminded me a lot of those, 
um, especially the music. The music was like very, very similar to like uh, like War for the Planet of the Apes, for example. Um, but yeah, I think that's a thing that Matt Reeves just really likes to do. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I couldn't find a single bad thing about this movie. Uh, like, yeah, the, the Selena Kyle storyline was gross. Um, <laughs> it, it really was. Like, I mean, it was forced. It wasn't terrible. Again, it wasn't so terrible that when you're watching it in the moment, it's, you know, distracting. But when you take a step back and you think about it, it's like, man, that was either real lazy writing at times or it was just, like, trying to save time. Because you could have made that like a four-hour movie, giving her the appropriate amount of backstory she needed. Mm. Um, but outside of that, break down the villains, I guess. Penguin was kind of a side character, and he was to throw you off from Carmine Falcone, which the Falcone character was written to perfection. Um, the Riddler was the biggest like, you know, look over here, villain, mm-hmm. while Falcone was doing everything. You know, it was, it, it it all played out fine. I just wish there was kind of like a better resolve for the Riddler. I hated that he was in prison during his big coup d'etat, you know? Mm. I didn't like that. But, I mean, it is what it is. It set up the end credit scene or whatever. But I really wanted him to be there and then Batman to fight him. Because I would have liked to mm. seen what Batman did. Would Batman turn him in or would Batman kill him? I think that would have been a really good resolve. Okay, yeah. Yeah, especially after finding out that like how far back they went with one another, apparently. Yeah, I, I can kind of see your point on that. I don't know how they would have done it if he was going to be there. Like, maybe, like, if you didn't, if, like, Batman didn't catch up with him and, like, he didn't end up in jail, would it just be him just, like, unmasking, like, every single Riddler that was in the garden? And then, like, the yeah. one, he, the one he, like, least expects it is Paul Dano. And I mean, can we talk big. about the casting of the Riddler, too? That dude's best movie is The Girl <laughs> Next Door. Hello? <laughs> yeah, dude, and he did, and he, he nailed it. Yeah, he was, he, there was at times where, like, he was freaking me out. Like, and I don't, like, <laughs> I don't, like, startle easily, but, like, um, but, like, even people around me were, like, this dude's nuts. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he, yeah. He sold it. Yeah, the Riddler was, I wanted more. I thought he was he was great. Uh, I like the riddles. The riddles weren't like I don't know. Jim Carrey gets a bad rap, but mm-hmm. I mean he he was amazing in his role at the time. But Jim Carrey's riddles were very easily you know they were word answers. This you had like a cipher. You had glow in the dark lights. You had mazes. Everything was part of the riddle. Everything. Mm-hmm whether it be the people or the traps, everything was a part of the riddle. And I thought it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And then his voice too. Yeah. 
<laughs> so good, man. Um, it, it is just a shame that at the end of the day, the result, and I say that too, knowing that the result that they did get was the, the conversation. Again, this isn't a very action movie, right? This is a talking movie. It's a character movie with some action. But the conversation at the end where it's like, oh, he's going to tell everyone Bruce Wayne's the Batman. And he just hates Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it That was like, I don't know about you, man. My heart was pumping. I was like, everyone's already going to find out. Yeah, I thought about that, too. I'm like, oh, my cat's out of the I'm like the cat's out of the bag already. I'm like, Jesus. well, my thought I was like, is he going to tell people and like. People are not going to believe him because they think he's crazy. I'm like, or is this really going to get out? <laughs> yeah, it, it, was I mean, hard, it was hard to tell. Damn. Yeah, no, that is uh the the villains were good. I didn't like the Joker stuff. That that was surprising because I was like, well, I like that. Obviously, they're not going to show who. Like who's playing the like who's playing the Joker? You kind of just see like that like very subtle like silhouette. Uh, but that'll be interesting if they're gonna go with a new Joker. They are. They're yeah. they ca- it's the guy from the Eternals. But oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, it's one of the guys from the Eternals. The guy who lived in the forest for a little bit. I can't remember his fucking name off the top of okay. my head. Um, but he uh. It it was the Joker, although watching it, I kind of thought it was like Two Face or something because his prosthetics. That was, but I might have thought that too when I was watching um, it. Yeah, there was that, and then there was um, honestly there was a lot of. I don't know. I I didn't think they did a good job unveiling the Joker, and I didn't think they needed to do what they did. Um, I think they tried too hard with the Joker. Well, I, I feel like with the Joker now, especially especially after the success of the uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, like that's like the highest grossing like rated R movie like of all time. So I, I feel like Warner Brothers Warner Brothers now is probably like, all right, we gotta we gotta put in as much Joker as we can now. So I, I feel like that's why they put him I mean eventually Eventually, you got to get Joker if you're doing Batman. Um, but I feel but like... it sounds like they already faced off. They already squared off because he's in jail and he knows the Batman. Like it sounds like they already squared yeah. off once. So it's like we're we're not even seeing, you know that. And I hope I hope to God Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is not tied to this. Like I really don't. I didn't think that that movie was very good, and I mm. didn't think. He he acted phenomenally. Again, I just don't think that movie fits in the Batman universe. Um, especially the Batman, what just happened. His Joker doesn't yeah. fit. It like doesn't fit at all. Because now, like you would imagine that A, Joaquin Phoenix character is super fucking old or dead, right? And B like Carmine Falcone would have snuffed that motherfucker out in a heartbeat. No way he's going to let the clown run around and, and mess things up, right? Mm-hmm. Like he he let the Riddler do the Riddler things to get rid of the Batman. That that's yeah. 
And even then he wanted to shut him up over his own dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, I feel like Falcone would have snuffed out Joaquin Phoenix's Joker ASAP. Just no, not dealing with that. Cause I mean, the Joker wanted everyone to burn, right? He didn't just yeah. care. He didn't care who it was. He was just like chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I, I don't think that I, I think they need to keep them separated. If you want to tell both stories, great. Keep them separated though. Don't, don't connect those. And, and honestly, if I'm Matt Reeves, I'm not connecting this to anything. I'm not, I'm not tying this to the flash. I'm not tying this to Cavill's Superman. I'm not tying this to fucking anyone. This is my shit. I killed it. And I'm going to keep telling my story. The interesting you say that because I think I, I read something the other day. The reason like there's a reason why Matt Reeves like hasn't taken a huge interest into an MCU movie is because he feels like he feels like with an MCU movie, that's like way too much to de- to like tie into your own movie. So that's why he was that's why he was really interested in the Batman because it was like a fresh start and you don't have to connect this to anything. Like this is your thing, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he did a he did an excellent job with all of it. <laughs> I mean, he did a, he did a good job, and it it didn't feel like a superhero movie. You know, like it wasn't the predictable formula where you have your you know hero's journey. The hero's journey was uh, very, <coughs> very um. Sorry, chat said they need me to turn you up. Um, but very, like, I don't know, it was unpredictable, but in a good way. Yeah, I I liked it. I didn't really know where it was going. I I, I liked that. Yeah, like, the Riddlers, and if you call back to Schumacher, whoever did the Riddler back in the day, um... That Riddler, like, you knew what his endgame was, right? He wanted to get everyone poisoned so that he could take over Gotham. So this one, you you had no idea what the hell he wanted. And I think they did a really good job of just making it, like, smoke and mirrors, Mm -hmm. almost. Because even even when he attacked Bruce Wayne, I had no idea that his big plot was to kill the mayor. I had no idea he was flooding the entire city. See when yeah. was, nobody knew. I was nobody knew the Bat, Batman didn't even know. But when he's like blowing up each like seawall, and even that whole entire thing at the at the garden, I was like just like, whoa! <laughs> when did them like the fact that this is happening? I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, man, I thought that was dope. Yeah, I thought that because even like I don't know, even Nolan, I don't think got the that right, right? Like he did the Bane thing where they were gonna blow up the town or whatever, and even then he, I don't think that that was kind of meh. But like I, I think Matt Reeves nailed nailed everything but Catwoman. I think cat the Catwoman stuff was just didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Loved her as an actress. Thought she did a really good job. She made me actually give a shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But her storyline was meh. Um, and then. Well, I even thought like they, there was room to bring in like a Bane, introduce Bane as like a bodyguard. Yeah, 
I thought there was room to bring in, you know, I, I hear the villain in the second one is Mr. Freeze. That's mm. who they already have the green light for is Mr. Freeze is the next one. I thought you could have, you could have segued to him a little bit. They reading the rap sheet. It sounds like there's a lot going on in this movie character wise. When you watch it, the character, they use the character so well just to tell a story. It felt like a comic book. Where like you can have yeah, that's what my friend said. A friend, that. another friend of mine said, like he felt like he was reading a comic book, watching this movie. And you know what? I mean, if you do have any interest, uh, the new Fifty Two run is what they're doing. So the new Fifty Two is what they will be um, kind of displaying. So that's what they're doing. And the Court of Owls, I think, is going to be the main villain in the trilogy so the third movie will be the court of owls um mm. which will be really good and they already seeded that because the court of owls go back to like the arkhams and the waynes and stuff it's it's gonna be good i think i think they're on the right track the second movie is going to be huge because yeah the joker and batman confrontation is so pivotal in telling these stories that you only get one crack at it. And I'm not going to lie. I'm usually on board for off brand casting. I don't think they cast the right Joker. I don't love that dude as an actor. I don't love that dude. Even when he was talking, his voice didn't sound right. Well, one thing I liked about that Joker part was like, they all right, they cast somebody for this movie as Joker, but like the way, the way the scene played out, you can make a change if you need to. Yeah. Like, you don't have to stick with this guy. Like, so if they want to make a change to Joker, they can get somebody. Well, they already cast him. It's done. He's casted. Well, I mean, well they, they could still make that change, you know, if they need to. I don't think they will. They, they got their yeah. guy, which is fine, right? You know, to your point, you, he can make changes to the character mm. and what he's going to do. But. His Joker, and this is why I think they had prosthetics on him. His Joker is going to be the one that has the faces stapled to his face. Mm. So he's going that his Joker is going to be more gritty than what Jared Leto was supposed to be. And this is actually another thing that, you know, I saw this with a group of friends and my friend Kat brought this up was that why was this not rated R? I, I think we deserved an R rating. And I think that the Batman should have fucking killed someone in the beginning. And then you show mm. him towards the movie not killing. I think he should have killed one of those kids in the Court of Owls scene and kicked like one of them in front of a train by accident. Even if maybe by, by accident. accident. Yeah. But I think he, he should have. And, and then, then maybe the, he's like, oh my God, what have I done? Well, and then that still want it maybe. But then like as the movie progresses and you hear like, oh, Thomas Wayne had this man killed. And it's just like you know, that part becomes a little more, it hits home, right? Like, yeah. oh, I killed like, someone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that would have been cool to see that character progression. Granted, I, now I'm nitpicking, right? Like, the movie was great. If if yeah. you're on the fence of, like, I don't really like superhero movies. Uh, I don't really know much about the Batman. Do I need to see all the? No, you don't need to see any other movies. Nope. You don't need to know much about fucking anything. You just need to get your ass in that theater wear sweatpants um and preferably find a movie with recliners and heated seats and just go fucking watch man yeah 
it, yeah, it, that's all you need to do. <laughs> it's it really is like it's it's a movie that if you don't go see, you truly are missing out. And the last time I think, like there was a movie, there was no strings attached. It was just go see this movie. It's so good. Is like Titanic, man. It, it's mm. right up there. Maybe Avatar. Um, Avatar might be a better comparison because it was close. You know, three hours, no intermission. It, it's yeah. Yeah, dude. I always say with the three-hour movies, don't drink anything like an hour and a half before. I want my popcorn. <laughs> now, honestly, no. bro, if you eat or drink anything, to John's point during this movie, I had to pee halfway through, and thankfully, yep. thankfully, I'm a guy and I wore sweatpants, and the bathroom was right there. I peed, came back, I missed maybe two, maybe a minute, um, yeah. and then I came back to the penguin being questioned. Dude, yeah. this movie is so fucking good. If you like mystery movies, it's for you. Mm-hmm. If you like thrillers, this is for you. If you like romance, skip. But yeah. <laughs> if you like <laughs> if you like everything else, man, this movie's fucking dope. Another thing that I'm going to bring up that's interesting and like it kind of goes into like the character thing, but it's but it's not really a character, but it kind of felt like one. Like we we've seen it portrayed like like at least a dozen times, but um but Gotham, like to me in this movie, like Gotham really felt like, and just like by the way it looked and maybe just the way this movie was filmed too, it really felt like Gotham was just this like hopeless place and just this, just, I'm just going to say it, just a flat out just dump. And like, here's Batman, you know, still standing up for this city. And like, it, it's kind of like a loss, like a losing battle. But yet he still wants to he still wants to, you know, fight for this city. I, I like the way I like I loved Gotham in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really cool and it would have been really much better, it, more better, much better if this came out during the election. <laughs> The the whole time, all I could think about was, like, the, the political aspect here is, like, it, it was it was pretty cool. And how into politics everyone was during the election because of we had nothing else to really focus on. Mm. I really think it would have that motif or, you know, whatever would have been really cool to kind of compare to real life. Just thinking about how politicians you know all of them are fucking corrupt but like yeah what what do you do when someone finally says enough because the riddler it, it depending on how you want to look at this this is what i loved about the riddler he wasn't a bad guy really he just had had enough he had had enough of the bullshit and the yeah. lies and he 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 was they made him in the earlier movies and stuff like that they make him like a scientist right but in this one he's an accountant for all of you know, I think he's a like a forensic accountant. Yeah, he's a forensic accountant, and yeah. he could and he just connected all the dots of the corruption, the lies, everything, and he was just a citizen who had fucking had enough. He had had enough yeah. of all of it. So like, it was really cool to see that like the Riddler wasn't a bad guy. He was mm. just crazy. He was just fucking. Dude, dude I'm surprised he only had 500 followers. He should have had. I, mean, I thought he would have had way more than that. 
Like on whatever he was like live streaming on. That was yeah, that was bizarre when they said five hundred. <laughs> like that's a shit ton. I was like, mm, I'm I like five hundred thousand. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be five hundred thousand. I don't, I don't think you said that line right. But <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, man, that was fucking. That was a good movie. I, I, I yeah. it's one of the few movies too where I'm like. Man, I can't wait for the sequel, but we gotta wait till like twenty twenty five. The producer, one of the producers, said that we'll have we'll have a sequel for this movie at within the next five years. Yeah, five years. Yeah, and I wonder if that's because they do have so many high profile names that like it's just tough to get them all in a room together to film. Yeah, or if Reeves is burnt out because that dude spent what three months editing this movie. And he yeah. edited it. It like, felt that's, like a long time. That's like for people out there who don't know, like a, a director doesn't normally edit his own movie. He comes in and will like say like, I want this. Show me it when it's done. He sat down and fucking edited it. Dude, like, we saw his, we saw his desk and that, yeah, like that, that's the gross food just everywhere. Like he, <laughs> I mean, again, not to go back to entourage, but, Entourage is good for understanding the movie business. There's they'll they'll hire full teams to edit, and Matt Reeves was sometimes in there by himself just editing, um, yep. Yep. because of COVID. So the dude maybe burnt out and just needs some fucking time away. To I don't know. Did he write this? I think he wrote it too, right? He he might have gotten a writing credit in it. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out now. Because if he wrote it too, the dude deserves a fucking vacation. I don't. I don't think this is an Oscar-worthy movie um, yet. I'd like to he see did. the rest. He does yeah. have a writing credit. Yeah, I thought he yeah. wrote it. Um, yeah. He didn't write, I think it was uh, The End, he didn't write. Um, but, like, I think I think the movie could be nominated for an Oscar. At the end of the year, it probably won't be. Jeez, but he produced this, too. Yeah, Dude, he was all <laughs> in on this. I, I yeah. think... I think if anyone was going to get a nod, the soundtrack's going to get a nod. And I think Definitely. I think supporting actor wise, I'd be shocked if the uh, you know, Ro- uh, Carmine Falcone doesn't get a nom because he was phenomenal. Um maybe Gordon. Gordon was really good. Yeah, I, I liked Jeffrey Wright. I thought he was a good I thought he was a good Gordon. <laughs> when Batman good... when Batman fucking tuned him up. And he goes, you could have pulled the punch. He's like, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking lazy. There, there's a scene, anyone watching, where like Batman is in the, the precinct and all the cops think that he, you know, killed a cop or something like that. Um, so all the cops in Gotham are literally waiting to just fucking arrest him. And Gordon, Gordon, Gordon is like, punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah, Gordon hands him a, like subtly as, as you know, excuses all the cops and says, like, I just need to talk to him for five minutes. Then you guys can have him. And he, he like hands him a key and goes, you're going to hit me now. And then you're going to escape out the back. <laughs> and he fucking cold cocks him to the fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't hold back the punch even a little bit. <laughs> and then when they teamed up too, like man, I thought I thought yep. they did they did Gordon so fucking well. I just hope again keep this Batman. I like what Nolan did and didn't force a Robin in there. Keep it Batman. 
I feel like I feel like his this Batman. I don't think you're gonna see a Robin with him. I think in time we will, but maybe. But like, well, one thing one thing we'll end on, you know, before we go is the main focus of this of this entire movie really is Robert Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like I I've seen like some people like uh kind of have a gripe with him because you don't really get you don't really get a huge difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman mm-hmm. with him. Well but I mean to that point what I liked about him about his especially his Bruce Wayne is that like he he didn't have like that like cockiness to him like that billionaire like show off and you know I can do whatever I want kind of kind of thing like he and he didn't like have like an ounce of like he was just super serious all the time and uh, for some reason I liked that like I hadn't seen, like I don't think we, I don't think we've seen that before, and that's what I really liked about his. I liked about his Bruce Wayne, and I mean, and the fact too that it ties into like, like the director kind of, uh, being inspired by Kurt Cobain. Like you see that a little bit too. Mm, the Bruce Wayne part, I I don't. I was wrestling with this because. Mm. He again, I compared it to Batman Begins because I think Christian Bale up to this point, you know, was the best Batman. Um, and Christian Bale embodied both very well Batman and Wayne. But what we see out of you know Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is a lot of, um, I don't give a fuck, I don't yes. care, and that was cool. Right, because like you, you see him struggling to be Bruce Wayne, um, but I don't think we ever got resolved there, and that's what killed me. Is like, okay, at some point, you know, he, he maybe again the references here are very subtle. So like, if you if you misinterpret one line of something, you miss someone's character growth. But I don't know mm. if he ever fully came around to be like, I am also Bruce Wayne, like proud of that. And then you kind of get that moment when Alfred's in the hospital and he's laying into him. Um, And then Alfred's like, no, that's not what happened. You kind of get that moment, but then you don't see any payoff. Like nothing changes that we see. Yeah. Well, I I feel like a lot of it too is him wrestling between being both. Like I think like right now, right now at, at this, at his character's point, like he's fully invested in being the Batman. Like he even says it, like he's a total night owl. Like he's he even says it, like I am like nocturnal. Like he's keeping a journal, you know, on his nights as you know being Batman, you know, just like walking around the city, you know, this like just watching, just watching. Notes I thought was really really interesting. I thought the notes was cool. Yeah, so like I think the reason you don't see a big difference between batman and his bruce wayne is that he's fully invested in being batman right now so he doesn't really know how to be bruce wayne anymore i mean so we assume he's you know this it's been established he's an established 
uh, character, but like that's why you, when you see him at like that funeral scene, like he he, he doesn't he doesn't want to be out in public. But he yeah, knows it was he, very it was very awkward. Yeah, he yeah. Even talking to Falcone, the only like one of the only people he wanted to talk to because he kind of felt like the Batman. He was just like super weird about. Um, but uh, the other reference was when Alfred's like the accountants are coming over, and he's just like here today. Yeah. Like, bro, like there just needs to. Yeah, he's like I, me. I wanted... he's like me when people are coming over. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted some payoff though at the end of like him maybe putting a, a real suit on to go to Wayne Enterprises or something. It just felt like we kind of left that open, which is fine. I mean, it, grand scheme of things, it's small potatoes. I, I mean, I think you gave this a perfect score. I, I gave it like a four and a half. Um, just, it, yeah. it was very long. And like uh, mm-hmm. the, the length is fine. Like Avengers Endgame, I watched pff, on repeat. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it, it it felt long in certain areas and maybe it's because I wa- I started it at 8 PM. Oh yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like, I, I love the movie. I think it was great. Yeah. I, I literally, like I said, like I said, at the beginning of this, I did not find any, another thing, anything wrong with it really. I mean, I'm going to go for a second viewing. Uh, I'm going to go for a second, a couple of days. So that'll be my time to probably find, you know, maybe things to pick out of there, here and there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it, yeah. Again, it could be nominated for an Oscar. I don't think it will be because this year is actually loaded with movies and superhero movies usually take a backseat. But as far as how good this really is and whatever, I think that, uh, Carmine Falcone will definitely get a nod, and I think that the soundtrack will definitely get a nod. I think all the things that come out of this, excuse me, um, definitely. If as far as Oscar talk, you know, I think the thing that is most certain with this is probably the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack, hundred percent. Yeah, there's just so many actors in this. It'd be, it'd be, I'd be shocked if anyone got nodded, but if anyone should. It's definitely Falcone, the guy who played Falcone. Outside of that, though, I mean, I didn't think Pattinson like really had a you know life changing performance. Hmm. Um, I don't think Zoe Zoe showed she can act, but I don't think I don't think yeah. she was crazy good either. Um, Alfred Alfred or Colin Farrell were probably um, the next two. I'd, yeah. I'd say I like they were Alfred. Alfred Colin Farrell, espe- Colin Farrell, especially because like, even with that makeup, like I remember I told, I told my girlfriend that it, that that was Colin Farrell, like before, but she didn't know this when she saw the movie. She's like, it was, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And like, that's how well, that's how well the, his makeup was and how good his acting was. I, I thought Colin Farrell was really good. Um, yeah. I still think the monologue from Alfred was like the most heart you got in the movie. Mm. Um, in the bed. <laughs> um, sorry, I just got a message that made me laugh and it's totally sidetracked me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but <laughs> outside of that, you know, Colin Farrell, 
I don't think we'll ever get a, a Colin Farrell movie, you know, where he's the guy. And I kind of yeah. like the formula here where there isn't going to be a, the guy, you know, I, I like that. Cause what the, I don't know if you remember, and I know we're kind of dragging out the ending here, but the drops, the drug that they mm-hmm. were uh, going over. I think the drug is scarecrow. I think that's a lead in to scarecrow. Uh... And I think, I, or at least it opens the door. So now you have the scarecrow. You have uh, Penguin, who's still out. You have Joker. You know, you have the Court of Owls. We haven't even touched Bane yet, you know, or yeah. anything there. Catwoman's still a villain <laughs> for those people yeah. out there. She's not a. She played the good guy here, but I guarantee you she's going to want to fucking kill someone and she's going to have to fight Batman, like truly fight Batman. So, like, there's all that. And honestly, Pattinson's so young where they could do five movies. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it would be unrealistic to do five movies. And, like, I th- I really I, – I think if Matt Reeves doesn't burn out, this is going to be a, a fucking great story of Batman. This is going to be the best. As of right now, would you take Batman Begins or would you take this? Not knowing what you know about the trilogy. This. Yeah. I would take this over yeah. Batman Begins, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking the same thing. Batman Begins. Although I still think Bale was better than ba- uh, Pattinson. I would mm. take I would take this movie because of the promise. Um, the, pr- the promise of, uh, of where this is going is so much better than, than Batman Begins. Batman Begins was very... The formula was basic, but... It, you know, they took Batman Begins and they brought it to the next level as far yeah. as grounding everything. Like, he's driving around town in a, in a Dodge Challenger in this. He's not driving a tank. He's not driving a flying tank. Dude, I love I loved this Batmobile. The Batmobile like is a movie, Dodge yeah. Challenger without fucking, like, windows. It was, it was well, so cool. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, the super, like, flashy, like, futuristic, like, Batmobiles that we've seen in the past like it was just a not not simple but like just like not an overly flashy like Batmobile and I liked it It, well that's what I'm saying and it was realistic right like because he just drove a Challenger he didn't drive a tank that only one company has (laughs) it's a one of two (laughs) you know he drove a fucking Challenger and his his Dude, they, 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 I digress. We could talk for seven hours. Yeah. Anyone watching, they took Batman Begins. They took the, the general idea that made it so good, made it gritty and grounded, and they brought it to the next level. Um, so definitely, yeah. If you're on the fence, Batman is the way it it is the way. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, I, I would put the Batman up there with some of the best. With some of the best movies of for this character, Dark Knight still has to be number one. Yeah, it's, just... dark, it's I would put this up there. I would put this up there with the Dark Knight and uh, Batman from I think nineteen eighty nine. Yes, like the Michael original Keaton's, Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, I would put it... this up there with those with those two. Yeah, I would definitely say that's a good top three. That's, that's yeah. a good top three. The order you can argue, but Dark Knight has to be number one. There's just that that movie is 
that movie is perfect. Yeah, that that seems like that's the one. <laughs> that's the one to beat. That might be the greatest comic book movie of all time. Mm. You can make some arguments yeah. for other stuff, but Jesus Christ, Heath Ledger! Did we yeah. we we had no idea? Yeah. You know, the hate for Robert Pattinson was catastrophic. The hate for Heath Ledger's Joker casting before before the trailer was i don't know if you remember i was new to the chat room era yeah, <laughs> before yeah. <it> died. <laughs> holy shit the hate he got was there's no way he was on social media there's no way social media yeah. was kind of young then but there's no shot he he partook in that or he would have fucking he yeah. really would have lost his mind that was oh my god just fucking the greatest performance we've ever seen and no one saw it coming no, but, yeah, I, I, I remember that. Well, a lot of that had to do with, uh, I, I, a lot of that had to do with like his oh, Brookback Mountain, like all that stupid talk like that, like it's like stuff like that. But yeah, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, there was the Brookback Mountain stuff, and then there was the um, uh, the the Patriot. Yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah, he was just yeah. a derpy kid the whole time. Yeah, or ten things I hate about you. They're like, what is he gonna do? Sing, sing to the Batman. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, like that's that's another that's a good comparison. Like to like like an actor's like past. Like all you look at is their past, and then they just they just nail it. Like that's uh, what happened. That's exactly what happened with Robert Pattinson. You know, everybody thought Twilight. Twilight, you know, sparkly vamp or whatever, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but I thought I, I thought if he you, did excellent. Do you think he did a better job, Christian Bale or Michael Keaton? Val Kilmer and George Clooney are not in this conversation because I thought they uh, were terrible. No, but like, if not again, take away the sequels. I don't actually. I don't think did Michael Keaton even do a sequel? Yeah, he did. He did. One. Yeah, he did. Um, take, times, yeah. Take the sequels away. Who do you think had the best first performance? Because I would argue Pattinson didn't do a bad job, but he's still not a top three or not above the other two. That's a tough one. I, I a first movie, I would first probably, movie. I would probably say. Cause I almost, and hear, hear my logic while you think. Yeah. So I think, he was he was fine, right? Like this isn't a knock on his performance. His performance was good. It, there were a lot of areas where he could have been really, really bad, and a lot mm. of areas where he could have looked like an absolute buffoon. But he sold heartbreak without even talking, which is very difficult. And he he sold the fact that he was the smartest person in the room without sounding like the smartest person in the room. And he also did a really good job of just, you know, like he. He did this thing with his, just like his stare, where he wasn't just looking at things. He was calculating. He was thinking of the next move, and he was trying to be Batman as Bruce Wayne without giving away that he was the Batman. And I think that Mm. sounds really ridiculous to say out loud, but like that is a very difficult thing to do because even George Clooney, who's a phenomenal actor, sucked at it. Val Kilmer, who's a really good actor, fucking sucked at being Bruce Wayne. Mm. And he did a really good job of all of that. That being said, I don't think he was better than Bale because I think Bale 
like I think at the end of the day, if something happened to Bale, like the train scene, the big finale, I think that was so brilliant and well acted. Pattinson didn't have that moment, really, other than the jail scene at the end with the Riddler. And even then, it was it was good, but it wasn't like epic. Like you knew Bale was going to be an epic Batman in the train the train scene at the end with Ra's al Ghul. You knew yeah. Michael Keaton was going to be epic when he he, he was screaming, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts!" Like <laughs> screaming to Jack Nicholson. Like I just I just don't think we had that moment with Pattinson. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I do need to rewatch it, but I just don't think we had that moment. He's going to yeah. be good. I think he's going to be really good, but I've thought that since day one. I didn't need to see this movie to know that he'd be a good Batman. Yeah, I, I don't know if I think it maybe it has to do with just. I, I think with with Christian Bale, I mean, he had that was. I feel like his moment had a bigger lead up to it because that was pretty much that was an origin story for him. Like, I don't think Michael Keaton didn't have that. Nope. That was a Joker origin. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have that in his movie. Robert Pattinson doesn't have that in his movie. So that's probably what makes Christian Bales stands out a lot more um, is the fact that he had that. Um, You should definitely go rewatch that. That would be a good podcast is which Batman was best in their first movie. Yeah, that, I mean that's a that's a tough one. You know, you know who you know who not to put in there, but who you do, <laughs> but who you do put in there? That's I mean, tough. again, it's tough because we do know that Michael Keaton goes on to deliver an amazing performance in Batman Returns, and you know that Bale and Ledger are arguably the best Batman Joker combo. Like you, you can obviously make your arguments, but mm. Jesus Christ, what what a movie that was! And now it's like we need more of Pattinson, but at the same time, you know, he's going to be good. You know, he's good. Dude, just a fucking. Stud. Yeah. I, I, I think the doubt is the doubt is gone. The doubt in him is, is not, it's not apparent anymore. Like there's no, you can't, you can't, you can't debate it anymore. Fucking stud. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's wrap up on this. Who do you want the villain to be in the next one? Like they teased a lot of villains. Who, who would you yeah. want to see? I think you need to see – I want to see Mr. Freeze again. Mm, well, because, yes. I mean, you can – God, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we he did that. We all <laughs> saw that, and we all know how that was. But I, I think I think with the way they set it up, too, like Gotham is, like, totally flooded now. Like, that, that is just water everywhere, and, you know – Gotham gets a snowstorm or whatever. I mean, this is a chance for Mr. Freeze to do something. I think. Yeah, that's actually I a good think, point. I think you should bring him in in the next one. Wouldn't that be wild? I, I think the same thing. The second they yeah. even mentioned that Freeze was going to be the next villain, I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay. Like you don't even like you don't even have to put the Mister in there. Like you could like I mean you could owed to it we know he's mr freeze but like if you don't want it to sound like too cheesy just call him freeze yeah i think that's what they do in some of the new games and stuff like that they just call him freeze dude i would yeah i don't need to see poison ivy i don't need to see harley quinn i don't need to see fucking i don't need to see the joker i'd like to see the joker but i want to make sure it's done right 
I need now I need freeze. I need it. Yeah, I I think that's what they should do with the next one. Put Mr. Freeze in there. Joker, I think if you want to do Joker, give him that nod like you did in this one one more time. I agree with that. I wouldn't mind seeing Freeze and Scarecrow. Like yeah. I think Matt Reeves' version of Scarecrow would be fucking horrifying. Cause what he did with the Riddler was scary. Like the Riddler yeah. Riddler was kind of scary, bro. I think yeah. if, <laughs> if you let him just unleash Scarecrow and freeze together. Whew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's people on God knows what in a blizzard. <laughs> just, just, just let this, let that happen. Oh boy. Yeah. There's a lot to play with after this movie, but it's only March, but this will definitely be one of my favorite movies of the year for sure. Yeah, I mean, we got Morbius coming, Strange coming. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if it's going to be the best comic book movie of the year, to be honest. But as of right now, it holds the throne. Yeah, like there's a lot this year, but the Batman, the Batman was one of the ones I was, I've been looking forward to the most, mm-hmm. uh, and that, and that definitely paid off. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty much. We're going to pretty much wrap this up, wrap this premiere episode of You Can't Be the Classic. So that was that, our thoughts on the Batman. Uh, what did you think of the Batman? Let us know uh, in the comments below. And uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on, you know, the episodes that we pump out for this channel. You know, all sorts of different platforms we're on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. And George uh, streams them on his Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash Vice and Madness. Be sure to check those out. But yeah, thanks for listening to us talk about the Batman. And uh, we're going to have plenty more premiere episodes coming up later in the year. I'll end it here. See you guys. See y'all.